RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Entertainment Earth. Visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainment earth to get awesome Star Trek toys and collectibles and support this show all at the same time. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Section 31 will reportedly begin filming in May with Michelle Yeoh. New Star Trek science consultant Dr. Aaron McDonald talks about exploding suns and why transporters just won't work. And does Veronica Hart of Viacom CBS want to make a pop-up dining experience for Star Trek? All that plus this week in Trek history, coming up next. So, listen. I try to avoid reporting uncorroborated rumors, but occasionally one makes its way far enough into the collective consciousness that I can't ignore it. Today, I have one of those stories. A report has claimed that the new Star Trek Section 31 series starring Michelle Yeoh is to begin filming at the start of May. The unconfirmed rumor was first reported by website Geeks Worldwide, the GWW. In their article from January 22nd, they said, The GWW has learned that the CBS All Access series, Star Trek Section 31, will begin production on May 4th in Canada. The show will be filming in CBS stages, located in Mississauga, Ontario. Although the GWW's report is unconfirmed by CBS All Access or any of the larger Hollywood rags, it's likely that the story is legitimate, since it fits in well with what we already know about the upcoming series. As far back as last July, producer Heather Caden told AssignmentX.com that the Section 31 spin-off would likely happen after Discovery Season 3, which has recently wrapped filming. And we also know that as of early December 2019, the show had already assembled a writer's room. As for the filming location of the upcoming series, it's probably not important, unless you need to buy plane tickets to ensure that you have the best chance of casually bumping into Michelle Yeoh on her day off. As recently as yesterday, this rumor had been shared by a number of media outlets, including Space.com, but it's worth noting that while the message is spreading... At least for now, it all seems to track back to the single, unconfirmed, Geeks Worldwide article. And a big thanks to Barry for pointing me to the Space.com piece. A new article in Science Focus, the online home of BBC Science Focus magazine, focuses on the science of Star Trek Picard, with Trek's newest science consultant, Dr. Aaron MacDonald. One of the main points of discussion is whether our sun could destroy the Earth, in a similar way to how the fictional Romulan sun went supernova and destroyed Romulus. MacDonald first explains that because our sun is pretty average in terms of mass, it's simply not going to up and explode. 
So what will happen to our son as it ages? According to McDonald, our sun works by fusing hydrogen and helium. Over time, this reaction will use up all the hydrogen in the center of the sun, and the residual helium will start to fuse into carbon. We'll get heavier and heavier materials until our sun just runs out. It's only so massive, and it will only fuse for so long. McDonald further explains that during this process, the sun will grow in size, slowly becoming a red giant. With its radius eventually reaching where the Earth is now, but probably not for another five billion years. So yes, McDonald says, Romulus exploding is a great tie-in to Star Trek canon, but not something we need to worry about our star doing anytime soon. But what about other well-known Trek science? McDonald says she believes warp drive is theoretically, mathematically possible. But that transporters are a no-go because the Heisenberg uncertainty principle rules them out. However, she says what Star Trek did is brilliant. They have a component in transporters called the Heisenberg compensator. They don't say anything more than that. You yourself can ponder over the pseudoscience of Star Trek Picard. Episode three, "The End Is the Beginning," will be available for streaming this Thursday, February sixth. In just a moment, more news, and I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history. But first, a word from me. This week, I've been telling you about how you can find great Star Trek toys and collectibles at Entertainment Earth. But it's not just Star Trek there. They've got all the major stuff from all the major franchises. They've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X Men, Jurassic Park, DC. Marvel, and of course, Star Wars, including Baby Yoda. I seriously cannot overstate how much incredibly cool, geeky stuff they have available. You've got to see it for yourself. And when you hit the Entertainment Earth website by first going to dailystartreknews.com/forward/slash/entertainmentearth, they reward me with a small affiliate incentive. So you can work on building your collection of cool, geeky stuff, and help me out at the same time. To find out more, just head to dailystartreknews.com/forward/slash/entertainmentearth. That's dailystartreknews.com/forward/slash/entertainmentearth. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. How does a pop-up Star Trek-themed restaurant sound to you? Because you might want to start wrapping your head around it. In somewhat off the beaten path news this week, Veronica Hart, executive vice president of global franchise management for CBS and Viacom CBS Consumer Products, spoke to LicenseGlobal.com ahead of her appearance at the Licensing Leadership Summit in March. The title of the session she'll be leading there: "Feeding the Fans." Elevating IP through branded dining experiences and more, and she intends to use Star Trek as an example. Side note here: the headline speaker for this year's Licensing Leadership Summit, which takes place in New York City on March 16th and 17th, is Gene Simmons from Kiss, which makes the Licensing Leadership Summit significantly more rad than its name might at first suggest. The motivator for Hart's talk at the summit seems to be exploring innovative marketing 
based on what she sees as a shifting landscape and how people consume their favorite franchises. When asked about the biggest change in the licensing and retail business in the last five years, she said, It's no surprise that the explosion of social media has changed the way consumers find and interact with their like-minded community online. As a result, retail habits are shifting. Immersive experiences like retail pop-ups and licensed restaurants are a fantastic way to develop a form of licensing that can attract dedicated adult and nostalgia-driven consumers and the FOMO surrounding these experiences. This depends on your brand, but it's been especially relevant for adult and superfan-targeted series and films. Like Star Trek? She reiterates the point later that she believes that fully immersive experiences will continue to grow in relevance and importance. So what does Hart hope that attendees will take away from her branded dining experiences session at the Licensing Leadership Summit? She says, It's a transformative time in licensing. Brand owners are looking at new ways to connect to fans and prospective customers, both at traditional retail and through other non-traditional methods. In this session, we will share more about the recent trends in this area related to restaurants and pop-ups, using examples from our portfolio, like Beverly Hills 90210 and Star Trek. Watch this space. Perhaps we'll soon see a pop-up 10 forward or quarks experience in a town near you. Not unlike last year's wildly successful 90210-themed pop-up, the Peach Pit. And now, a look back into Star Trek history. It was today, February 5th in 1974, that Gene Roddenberry's son, Rod, was born. Please join me in wishing a very happy birthday to the one and only Rod Roddenberry. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. And now you can subscribe to the Roddenberry Podcast Network Master Feed on Apple Podcasts. Just search for Roddenberry Podcast Network and subscribe today. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Entertainment Earth. Get your Star Trek toys and collectibles today. Just visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainment earth. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know in the weekend's Star Trek events. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.